It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 132, The Dominators. I'm in charge now. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a person. Resulting reaction. Despite it. Are you ready? Eric is not in the mood for shenanigans today. He's all business. I'm all business. All day. It's all business go. all day. It's the uh, old Doctor Who show is what it is. It's not business. Unless that business is uh, being entertained, because that's what we do. You get up every morning, you get up at 9.30, you wait for that text. That text comes in, ding, it's Dan. What are we doing this goddamn nonsense, he says. I don't know, let's just get it over with. All right, and then we're back on the computers. We're throwing the computers on, we're firing up the mics, warming them up. Feel that warmth on your hand, and then the voice comes out. It's the old Doctor Who show, your classic. Doctor Who Review Podcast coming in tri-weekly uh, format. That's every three weeks, right out of the oven. Uh, from the uh, roaster to your coaster. Nope, that's not, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Dan, how, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> oh, the voices, See, this is, the this voices. Is nice. I can just sit back and relax and the just voice. let Eric take charge. We're this here to talk good. about uh, what everybody has been waiting for. You, you, uh, three weeks ago, you listened to the last, the end of the old Doctor Who show. You went into your cryogenic sleep chamber waiting for the next episode because you're dying to find out what was Jared Leto doing in House of Gucci. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I actually Dang. started House of Gucci. I, I I like Ridley Scott. I'll pretty much watch any Ridley Scott film. I don't always right. like his films. For the most part, I do. I was intrigued by House of Gucci. I saw about 40 minutes of it. Uh, a couple of things. Adam Driver, adorable. Very charming. He's mm -hmm. always great. Uh, Lady Gaga sure. also. Totally, uh, you know, she she can carry a scene. And a lot of you are saying, well, I remember her from The Sopranos uh, when A.J. Soprano and his friends uh, busted into the school and they threw a bunch of stuff in the pool. And you're like, who is that uh, young lady sitting on the bleachers? It was Lady Gaga. That's probably where she's most famous. That's from. what she's That's known for. That's where most people know her. Yes. Yeah, no, we're not here to talk about that, but they're, they're great. They're fine. Uh, the movie's a little all over the place. You get into the Al Pacino territory, and you're like, yeah, back, yeah, pump the brakes a little bit. Like, there's a little bit of, you know, Al Pacino-ness going on. And then you get Jared Leto, and you're like, who let this happen? Like, it, uh, he tanks the movie. Like, he just turns it in, like... Who thought that was okay? You can recast people. A lot of I think Hollywood doesn't realize you can cast people with different body types. You don't have to take uh, Jared Leto and put him in eighteen hours of prosthetics so that he could not look like Jared Leto, and then chew on all of the scenery. Uh, he's not great in it, uh, Dan. He's not great in it. I'm not a huge Leto head, 
Uh, so maybe that's some some baggage coming in. But I I from what Lido I've seen, Hive, maybe it's all Lido turns Hive is around. Coming at you, you should just watch your Twitter mentions because you're screwed now. Lido I know is the Lido heads are coming at, after me. Uh. Uh-uh. I did not. What a what a can of worms he opened up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't. You know, the Morbius uh, fans. They're all going to be coming out of the woodwork. It's fine. I'm sure he's a fine person. Um, although you read some stuff and you're like, I don't know if he is a fine. I'm not person. sure he's a fine person. I mean, that's uh, you're taking a lot of faith there. So you did not see it. Like as a campy kind of film, it's kind yeah, of looking forward to it. Good. Yeah. Uh, the pacing is kind of a little wonky, um, but I, I'm enjoying it, I, I must say. But again, I, I've only watched 45 minutes of it. It's like a two and a half hour movie, so who knows where it's gonna we're gonna go. But Adam Driver's great. He's got a smile, lights up the room, right? And we're back with the Adam Driver fan cast. Uh, you got your two hosts here. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. One one review that I uh, heard or read about yes. it um, said that it felt like no two actors thought they were in the same. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> uh, well, I will say the the Lady Gaga Adam Driver dynamics works well. I would say uh-huh. they feel like they are in the same movie. Oh, well, whatever you. Al Pacino's doing is is like Al Pacino's acting, and if you're Near him, maybe you're in the scene together, but if you weren't in the same room, he's still doing the same thing. He does that Al Pacino thing uh, that he kind of settled into. I don't know when that happened. When was the when was the switch over? I think it was um. What was the uh, hua? Yeah. That yes. One. Yeah. The that movie. scent of a woman. Scent of a woman. Yeah, Once he switched to yell all of your lines, then yeah. things got a little. He's a fine actor, though. I mean, look at all the great I mean, films. Uh, Dog Day Afternoon, it, that alone. Dick, right? Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy for a little bit. I never saw Dick loud. Tracy. You've never seen Dick Tracy? <laughs> Hold on. Okay, guys. We're taking our left turn here. We'll come back to Dominators next week. Uh, right now, we're going to go watch Dick Tracy. Yeah, I don't know it how I never saw movie. Dick Tracy. And as Why a kid, I was obsessed with it. Like, I remember the yeah, build up to be. it. And seeing like the ads in Rolling Stone, and because I was a comic book fan, I never read Dick Tracy, but I was like, at that point, anything comic book related was like a gift that you would, yeah. oh my God, a big budget movie that has something to do with comics. And then Batman had come out, and then it was like, why am I going to watch this? What looks like a terrible movie? Is it a good movie? I have, <laughs> I, I saw it when it came out, loved it. I've seen it since, loved it still. Oh. I haven't probably seen it in maybe. A, couple a decade and a half or so it is available for rent on that's the only place it's, i feel like rent. you should no they streaming. should just hand it to you speaking of yeah like i, I watch old i just watched peewee's big adventure last night mm. uh, still a great movie uh one of the best one of my favorite um why am i blanking on his name why am Peter i uh, Herman? not paul Pe- not paul rubens uh, I was like, you know, the guy, who, and the only movie I could think of that he directed was Dumbo, and not like Ed Wood or uh, Big Fish or Oh, um, uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Keep going. <laughs> uh, Keep going. <laughs> uh, Henry Selleck directed uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It doesn't get enough credit for it, but it's a story by Tim Burton. <laughs> he got Tim there, Burton. folks. I didn't even have the help. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dumbo? 
really? That's I know. I tried to think of Tim Burton's name, and the only thing that, that popped in my head sense. was freaking Dumbo. I mean, and we're lucky I wasn't saying uh, pump up the volume uh, by with Wait. Christian Slater. Nothing to do with Tim Burton, but for some oh, reason okay. that's in my head. Well, wondering I, to myself, I think I liked that as a kid. I loved that movie as right? a kid. Love that Is it movie. still hold up? Because I looked Probably for it. Not. It's on Amazon Prime or one of those. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should make my kids watch that. And then I was like, what if it's terrible? It's got a there terrible is. title, but I remember liking... The cock ring. What's so, that? I don't know. There's the line about the cock ring. Okay. Remember that? Now, Gleaming the Cube. I mean, well, this is now becoming the Christian Slater slate cast. Uh, this is slate cast. That, I imagine, Welcome doesn't... Welcome back to the slate cast. I don't uh, know if I even it. liked that film when I saw it. No, Gleaming I the didn't Cube. really. So I'm not no. sure how that will hold up. But Probably Christian Slater's great. interesting because he's in Heather's great movie. Uh, I like romance. Yes. Uh, pump up the volume. I, I liked. He's a True he's an interesting character. Such an, that is an underrated film. I mean Patricia Arquette in that uh, as yeah, well. She's the Incredible. Uh, who was Elvis in that movie? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer That's is right. Elvis. I mean, what a cast! It's incredible. Uh, yeah, Balky yeah. doing the cocaine. Like, it's got it all. It's got Balky it all. <gasps> Which makes me think of uh, Brad Beverly Pitt Hills with Cops. the the weed, smoking the weed, and trying and and, oh, yeah. and J- James Gandolfini in one of his first, maybe his first, go right back to the Sopranos. One of his first roles, he is the one. Do you remember him? He fights I Patricia don't. Arquette, and then the, he's like the hitman, and the two of them. Oh, and she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's James Gandolfini. All right, Boy, I one of the best that actors. In a long time. So okay, so what we're gonna do? Dominators, is watch right? Dick Tracy, and then we watch True Romance. <laughs> uh, then what comes after that? Dick Tracy is a, is Dick Tracy directed by Warren Beatty, or is he just in it? Oh, he. Well, I think he produced it, but I don't know if he he directed it. I Let's don't see. Know. Um, nope, nope. That's cast. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Warren well, Beatty, this is good. This you know is what? Fun. Speaking this is of Warren, oh no, Beatty, he did. You were absolutely right. He did, he did direct it. Yeah, yeah. One of uh, he also directed one of my favorite Warren <laughs> Beatty films, uh, the one where he raps with Holly oh, Berry. That movie Bullworth? is great. Bullworth. Bullhorn. Bull something. That's a movie Bullone. that no one ever mentions again. Why would they? I don't know. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, no, I it thought is it Bullworth. was great. Yep. I, this <laughs> this urine is great. Um, <laughs> this urine is great. Scott, how did I forget that? That's, All right, we got to uh, get we got to get through it. I feel like uh, oh, what what's happened to you this week? Come on. Oh, who cares? You must have had something happen. Everything's always happening to Dan. Nothing's ever happened to uh, Dan. I'm still up in up in the wilderness. Uh, you're in Vermont. Enjoying, I'm still here, mm. enjoying the beautiful weather. It was ungodly hot down in in the new jersey area it was beautiful up here still dealing with the the wilderness we're on their land it's to be fair yeah it's not a, it's not it's not their fault no uh, but no things are good not, nothing to report here things are great eric what is new with you i don't know i thought maybe i had some things to say for the old doctor who show that i was like oh make sure i mention this can't remember any of that i gotta keep better notes um i'm fine how are you uh no, <laughs> we just i think uh <laughs> I, I talked already that i saw 45 minutes of uh house of gucci we yeah, covered that in the world 
What else is there? Uh, we all know how I feel about Tatane. Uh, that's covered, well documented. Mm -hmm. uh, Princess Irulan photos are out uh, with uh, Florence Pugh. Um, yeah, so that's all. We covered all that stuff. I can't think of anything else. What else do we got? We got nothing else but the, we, hey, the hey, Dominators. We real quick, let's get into Dominators. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's hit that, that button and get us into the Dominators. Command accepted. Command prompt. Look, I think we'd better get back. Zora will be wondering what's happening. Well, this is interesting, yes. Obviously an interstellar spaceship of considerably advanced design. Oh, no, you're not thinking what I think you're thinking, are you? That I think, Jamie, depends on what you think I am thinking. Oh. Hey, Doctor. Stop. Doctor. Jamie, don't do it. Doctor, look. Oh, my word. <laughs> This is the Dominators, Dan. This is the first serial, season number six, lucky number six, uh, which is funny because season number five was tragic. Uh, this is written by Norman Ashby and uh, directed by Morris Barry of the time. Uh, what happens in the Dominators? Well, uh, there is a planet full of radiation, an uninhabitable planet that is used as a warning to others about the dangers of nuclear war. Um, but then, uh, a very aggressive species of Dominators lands and they switch it, turn off the, uh, radioactivity and turn it into nutrients or something. And, uh, they prove that, uh, pacifism is for wusses. Uh, hippie culture is nonsense, and girly men will never go anywhere. So start buying guns and uh, shooting other people before they shoot you. Uh, this is the NRA's Dominators, uh, paid for by the military-industrial complex, and brought to you in five-part segments. Dan, what did you think of this uh, propaganda? <laughs> It was so well executed, I didn't even realize that I bought three guns by the time I was done with the first episode. It's so At weird. one point, Zoe says something like, uh, we all need guns. It would be easier if we had a gun. She and she, yeah. she does say the only way to stop the quirks with a gun is have a Zoe yeah, with a gun. you need a good quirk with a gun uh, to stop the bad uh, quirks. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think we're done. I think we nailed it. Oh. Eric, did you ask me something? Uh, yeah, what did you think of the quarks? <laughs> no, you know what I forgot to <laughs> say is what quarks. year uh, did this come out in? I, that was oh, not in my notes. This one came out it's in 1968. 1968, okay. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, it, it feels very close to the summer of but, love. Hey, yeah, you definitely see some social commentary going on. Uh, all the men are in dresses and yep. uh, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I'll get to that one. I guess I... I <laughs> Well, dresses, opinion. dressing is condom dresses is really um, overselling it. They were yeah, they're more like curtains. the the lampshade. Like if you took the a lampshade yep. and then yep. said, "Hey, turn that into an outfit, but only come to the lower part of my boobs." Yeah, 
not all the just way like up. A, no, just you know, just enough. Just well, in in a spot like not at the waistline. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, to, somewhere in between, page. so it's really uncomfortable. I don't want to be able to sit down and breathe at the same time. So, um, hey, so what did I think of this one, Eric? Yeah, what did you oh, think? Oh, that's for me. That's for me. Um, I I actually uh, didn't mind it. Okay. Which is uh, damning with faint praise. Um, I thought it was a, it was a it was a fine episode. I I enjoyed many pieces of it. The uh, dominators themselves, the uh, what do you call it? click and clack, the mm-hmm. Tappet brothers. Yep. Is that who they were? Yep. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Rago. Rago and Rago Toba. and Toba, or Rago and Toba, Toba. and they Rago. Were, they were they were a lot of fun. Uh, I liked their um, their inability bit. to turn their neck like that was. Well, I mean that's that physiology. Costume, it's just there's no neck movement there. You don't know what that costume is hiding. Mm. Uh, they might just be all neck. There could be actually... other heads like little Rago, like you know, like a like a. <laughs> Uh, quado situation right they, but they only on come the... out for celebrations right. on like holy days uh you're real. um but the, yeah kind of cardassian in that way they don't you're not a star trek yeah. person no they, i don't know star trek they, they can't, they uh, can't but... their heads. almost kind of kind of romulan as well to me yeah and then way. the uh, one of the heads can pop up and go what are you gonna do ban cars cars kill more people than guns you know and then the, you just put them right down those are just nra lobbyists throwing out <laughs> yeah, of their shoulders <laughs> Folks, we're a little preoccupied in America right now. Anyway, so uh, anyway, I love them. Um, yes. They were very interesting. The quarks were interesting. Mm. I had to watch it with subtitles because I couldn't understand what the quarks were saying most of the time. Yeah, so I watched I it with subtitles as well. Uh, really, I couldn't understand uh, a lot of things. It was. I mean, they do that all the time with the robots, and they give them that kind of uh, electronic-sounding voice, but it's also really high-pitched. Yes. Just not an idea. No clue what they were saying. Um, I love... This doctor with these two companions so much. Mm. I love Zoe. I love Jamie. Um, they both had plenty to do. Jamie saves the day, um, but there's still like the the playful banter between the doctor and Jamie, saying like it's it's a plan so simple only you could have thought of it. Like that's a great line. And Jamie's kind of reaction, a little slapsticky. Really enjoyed that. The production design was good for the most part. The story was fine. The jumping back and forth between like the capital city and having you know the whatever it is the councilman and that whole i guess it, it just sure. every time we did that it really slowed down the whole story um and but i guess that was what the point they were trying to get to is the stuff that was happening there but it didn't really feel like it was necessary to me honestly i don't need a moral lesson in this i just want fun monsters anyway generally good eric what did you think of this well i thought it sucked <laughs> no. Uh yes. I mean no, yes, I, think you're I did right. not you did think it's I didn't really like it. I uh well it opens up, you get a bunch of spaceships flying through space. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the opening scene, I believe. The sound of the spaceships going through space, I'm pretty sure is the same sound that the uh like those beetle things make in the dark crystal. That's when I this sh- after that it went downhighill. Um, I didn't <laughs> like, I didn't, uh, the, the anti-pacifism, like anti-hippie, uh, stop talking when we could be killing message that was very, felt very heavy handed. And like every scene was, was designed just to show talking about a problem is silly and these stupid bureaucrats and we need action and having like 
the doctor and Zoe and all of them be pro, like, immediately kill everything seem sort of against all of the other stuff that we've seen from the doctor. I also, you said you love these companions. I do not like uh, Troughton. I don't think I like Troughton. I feel like that's something I just struggle with because he's often just, like, playing a child. Like, he always feels like a scared child who's whining about everything. Mm. And a lot of the times, like, he'll Mm. say, like, oh, like, it's an act or whatever. I mean, there's sometimes when he's fine. Uh, But anytime there's any, even a hint of, like, of a, a, a stressful situation, he just starts doing that whiny, but puppets, what do you do? And it just gets like intense. And I'm like, I don't want to spend any more time with this guy. Like, mm. I want, uh, I want uh, Pertwee. Pertwee would be judo chopping these chumps and yeah. doing all sorts of stuff. He's not going to sit around whining and like, oh, I don't understand. And like Hartnell, even Hartnell to me is a better doctor. I know people are mad now. Because he is a de- uh, beloved doctor, but I don't want any more Troughton. Right? <laughs> He's done with the trout. Especially in this one. I felt like in this one, he whined more than he has in a, in quite some time. I don't mind Zoe. I like Jamie. Um, mm-hmm. That stuff's fine. I mean, their team is sort of incompetent. Like, anytime there's a situation, somebody usually bumbles it. Whether it's all the way in episode four or whatever, where that... Uh, what's the one character? <clears throat> I can't remember his name. The guy that's like the son of Jarrell. Uh, Cully. 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 Yes. Yeah. Cully's about to take the shot and kill the two. That part. Things, yeah. and then all of a sudden Jamie interrupts him, and then they can't. So it's like there's lots of scenes where the team just screws things up. It's fine. Um, I felt like Cully though is super creepy in the beginning Mm. right where he's like making the he's talking to that woman and they show that woman and he's saying like oh spending long hours in this ship with me there's some he's very weird with women i feel like and he's that way towards i think her name's tolada or tolida doesn't matter you're not with her very long she instantly gets killed i thought the choice of how they filmed and edited the death of the of his three three companions in episode yes. one was very cool. Like you saw, yeah. like it like cut to a still of their face, like almost like a portrait shot, and then it yep. then they that was kind of interesting. And I hope I was hoping, oh, that like maybe the direction would be like that all the way through, but it wasn't that artistic that I remember later on. No, I felt like the no. pacing is terrible. As the story goes, it's like it could have been four <laughs> parts instead of five parts. There's those long scenes where they're uh, deliberating what what they're gonna do, and they're all dressed in those, those mm-hmm. uh, almost like Greek robes, but also. I guess that's kind something. of what they were going for. Yeah, I, don't yeah. Know. The, the I, I took it like it was like, oh, they're like anything feminine is therefore weak, and they need to be more manly, and let's uh, screw these hippies. And maybe I'm reading too much into it. Sixty-seven. I'm thinking about Eight. some angry. Like, uh, you know, apologies, Norman Ashby. I imagine Norman Ashby is just mad. It's like, uh, Junior, not that Norman Ashby is an insult, but I haven't seen the data. Maybe, you know. Well, uh, not really entirely sure. 
Well, at this point, uh, I don't know what happened. I'm talking about something, and then we had a mic issue, and then we had to try to save it, and uh, things were going this way and that way. Uh, you know, so I don't know. I don't know what happened. So we're just going to drop us back in uh, a little bit in the future. I don't think we missed much, but here we are. So when they, 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 they capture the Dolkins, they run some tests and they say, oh, these Dolkins have two hearts. Therefore, they're the, the upper class or the smarter class. But the doctor goes through it and he didn't come out with two hearts. They now, didn't do the They doctor. don't mention the two heart thing until Pertwee. They didn't. They Which, didn't scan the doctor. Oh, I thought they would have. No, so they 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 should have, but it was one of those sloppy little writing things. So they did Jamie. They scanned him over and blah, blah blah. He's got one heart and and some muscle, but like probably minimal. Right, right. Whatever. Anyway, and so they like okay. Toba says okay. We scan the other guy. He's like no. He's going to be the same. Like save energy. It was this whole like. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe so I blocked out They didn't even bother scanning him. Yeah. But that's interesting though because. There's no, I, I couldn't remember, like, oh, when did they establish that the Doctor has two hearts? And it's John Pertwee in, I think, his first Spearhead from Space. Oh, okay. yeah. I think the first mention of a Time Lord or a Gallifreyan or whatever having two hearts. So that's interesting. They, like, covered themselves without knowing they were yeah. covering themselves. It was but like a didn't. retcon in the present. It's but it didn't matter because con. they weren't talking about the doctor having two hearts. No, but I'm saying, like, if they had done it the way you think, they would scan both of them and right. would have said on, they would have. on the show that he has one heart. But someone went back in time and then, like, shot that scene and said, we don't need to do the doctor to allow, right? Robots. No, Dan, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Eric just short-circuited and tried to do a time loop where he was retconning a thing that didn't need to be retconned. That's cool. That's Well, maybe it needed to be, and now he did it, so I don't know that it needed to be done. And then Zoe, Zoe's great in this, right? So do yeah. they spend so much time moving rocks. Uh, a lot of rock moving. Um yeah. And then they're interested, they're, they're very like, you know, doing data and saying, oh, how, tell me when they're going to collapse and blah, 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 blah. And, and then they get the, the data back and they're like, no, it's not the guy that's the most resilient. It's this young woman. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. And then later when he has to pick like the ones he wants to keep, for some reason he gets rid of Zoe and he takes the other two. It's like, what are you doing with all your data? Why are you collecting that data if you're not going to keep Zoe? Zoe should be the one that you do keep. Yeah, I mean, it was it was that, and like we just said, about not scanning the doctors. Just a, I really hate when it's just a plot convenience where they're like, oh, oh, it's fine. We won't do that thing. And it's just like, oh, yeah, okay. It's weird. It's the same thing with Zoe. They just needed to move different characters around. You know, I something that bothers me in this one, again, I also feel like it could have been one part shorter. We had so much. You mentioned the uh, sitting around in the council and talking yeah. back and forth yep. and just flapping their gums. There was also the running around in the quarry uh, for minutes on end. Yes. You got, you got uh, back and forth between the one, the, the war museum that was like a house that was blown up. Oh, like, God. That's the All only the war set. museum stuff. It's, but it's the only set they go back and forth to. It's that one, the ship, the bunker underneath the, the war museum. Like, that's it. Like, it's a whole island. It's a whole planet, or at least a whole island on this planet. And this is like one of three locations we see. We see where the TARDIS is. Yeah. The ship. There's not a lot of the, locations. And you said how, how you and like. And just kept going back and forth like that. So, yeah. 
Yeah. You mentioned liking the sets and whatever. The production design the production overall. design. This, for me, and this is like, this is Doctor Who. So, like. Right. Grading on a curve. Yeah. But for me, this was the first time I really remember seeing, like, seam lines oh, in the, the mat backgrounds, backgrounds or ripples in the backgrounds where yes. the... Where, I mean, I'm sure maybe maybe it's because I was so, at that point, I was like, I really don't like the story, so I'm starting to pay attention to those details. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, there's certain times where you're like, oh, that's, should have, the light's hitting that wrong, because you can see. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that that is of that era, but yeah. I've noticed that in many other stories. I think it's interesting to me, because we've been doing more of the modern classic Who, that when mm-hmm. we come back to this era, you know, we did some Hartnell as well, but um, the amount of work that black and white does to kind of cover the sins of the production design. Like it just, even when things are chintzy and you know they're done on a budget, the black and white kind of covers up a bunch yeah, of that. Yeah, it helps. That, it so it really makes, makes it, it feel. So some of the, the models uh, were pretty good. Some were not so great. Um, some of the sets look really good, but like you mentioned some of the, you could, I, the ripples in the background, like that really bothered yeah, me so for you, some it, reason you, a lot. You picked up on that as well. I oh, guess. yeah, yeah. But I, I love the design inside the control room, inside the spaceship. I mean, it was very silly and of the era, but you have, like, huge circuit board patterns on the walls. And you have all these flashing and blinking lights that are, like, I actually really liked the way that it was designed. Um, it was fine. And I did, like, the Dominator outfit, even though it's, like, it makes kind of sense, silly because yeah. it's, like, a Batman cowl where you can't, like, look... There can't you can't turn your head because you're very much going forward. And their whole dynamic was was kind of interesting. It was great. It was very will they, won't they. Like very yes. Sam and Diane. There's like some like, tension definitely oof. going on there. Yeah. I, I think there's a backstory that uh, we should read in the novelization about it. Yes. That really explains why they have that relationship. The, uh, um, the, the old Doctor Who after hours. Deep into that one. Uh, Doctor Who nights. Uh, uh-huh. To more of my anti-Troughton stuff. Please. I also didn't like like when he's coming up with, and this is near the end when he's coming when he's building bombs, uh-huh. right? And he's like, add this powder here, I and know, then make sure yeah. you throw it in five seconds, and then he like forgets. I know, and it just makes him like, well, like a bumbling. More, it's it's like the Anakin Skywalker in uh, Phantom of the Menace. Like, what's this button do? And like. So, like, he's just sort of bumbling through, and it, it works for him, like a Mr. Magoo yeah. type, versus, yeah. like, a, a guy or whoever who's, you know, a, character a hero, has that someone story, that's, yeah. like, you know, has complete agency and knows what they're doing. And, and some that they, they, they oscillate back and forth between him being like that and then him really being, you know, outsmarting people and playing three-dimensional chess. It's, you know, I don't know. It's fine. I, right. No, I, I take your point. I mean, he does say that in the beginning. Right. This is something that Troughton does a, as a characterization throughout his run. Um, in this story, though, at least, he tells Jamie to kind of act stupid whenever they're doing the intelligence yes. test because a, a dumb enemy is less dangerous um, than an intelligent one. So he does yeah, a lot yeah, of that, right. which is yes. which is a different thing than what you're saying. This was when he's mixing the powders and do the thing. You have 10 seconds, then Zoe has to say, like, it would have been great if he just blew off a couple fingers because he forgot. He would learn his lesson. <laughs> blew um, off Zoe's face, and she had to wear a bag <laughs> over her head for the rest, and then she carries that yeah. with her. And then it's like a Fantastic Four situation where Cosmic Richard feels guilty for what he did to Ben, and that's a thing going through their friendship. No, but yeah, Wait, to your point, like, yeah... When they do a scene like that, and then the doctor's like, hey, no, this is all an act. 
Then right. it lets the audience in, and then you're like, oh, he really is a genius, and this is okay. Now I can buy that. But then when he does that same behavior again, and do, and then he's not lying, it's like, well, which is the right character? Like, which? <laughs> what are we doing? I have to remember that this is a children's <laughs> show, and that some of it is guess. for the kids, as it it is supposed to be. A, a, I just don't a, like the whining comedy. If you could just cut out, because it fills me with like anxiety almost. And it's like, and he's like a child who's like, man, it's like, who wants that? I don't want that. Got no more of that. This is why Eric has to talk to his kids in about five years. (laughs) I don't want this. Daddy is working. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Dan, what what do you, what else do you have about this thing? I don't know. I guess I hate it now that I talked to you about it. Oh, we didn't talk about the quirks. I didn't like it. The quirks themselves. The quirks? I thought at first were cute. Uh-huh. Like, oh, they're cute. And then very shortly after, I was like, they're very annoying. And why is anyone afraid of these, like, walking uh, TV? Like, if you bought a TV, it would be shipped in one of these boxes, and they just spray-painted it. There was one shot. Yes, that's exactly what it, There's one shot of um, their head. I, I actually like the design of their heads. It looked like almost like a punk rock robotic chicken yeah. head thing that was like yeah, these yeah spikes like the, going on, the spikes and all, all the little circle things that like I, it, it looked kind of interesting from the right angle it felt overall, like japanese it very... like it felt to oh, me yeah. like like um uh, i'm trying to rem- like voltron not yeah, the voltron yeah. we had but like there was one before that that was like three robots that stacked on top but it had that like feel or the um ultraman or like mm-hmm. any of those kind of things it would. Yeah. It looked like a toy. My dad would have bought me at the uh, English Town auction that was not Voltron, but was in a box with crazy Japanese writing on it Voltron. for like three dollars uh, off yeah. someone some someone's table. The fact that they they just had the the limitation of movement that they kind of waddled wherever they went to that they they were pretty non-threatening except for their yeah. laser their laser guns and power unit and, but the and, whole conceit of the entire story of like we have to conserve power just yeah, neuter, and they keep neuter reminding the you of that over well, and because, over and over because and over. all you would be saying is why the heck haven't you killed them yet and like there's even one when the quarks are trying to shoot at jamie and cully when they're climbing up um in the quarry to try to get away mm-hmm. from them and they're not that far away, and, the, and they're shooting laser beams at them and missing wildly. And the quark has to say it's because their power's low; they yes. can't aim well. Yeah. Because otherwise, it just makes no sense. No, and I that just becomes like, like an easy fix for whatever the exactly. situation is. And then I don't know. And even the stuff that they're—he's constantly yelling at the guy because he's not letting people go. Right. But like. I don't know. Every time the people go, they're causing more situations. So the other guy's right. Just knock out these people. Like, I don't know. I didn't understand really their plan 100% either. Like, you know, they're looking for slave labor, but they're also setting up these drilling things. And well, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So then, and they're sending the slave labor back to their home planet so that they could use more robots wherever they are. But like... Uh, I don't know. Why not just use? I don't know. It's fine. The fact that it was, yeah, both <laughs> the both that they needed to get the energy from the radiation that's on the planet, and then turn the planet into yeah. a radioactive power source for them, and then on top of that, also wanted slave labor. It's like, oh, 
Just why is it getting know. so muddled? Just pick a thing and, and go with that. And all the stuff with the radiation is also like an, another element you don't necessarily even need. No. Well, but it's just there. I mean, it's like, I don't know. And yeah, it was setting it up in the beginning so that there was the whole, you know, the, no one's been on this planet for, a, you know, almost two centuries because of the radiation, except for scientists and students coming to study it. And so they, they right, but it's not like, of it's death, not but it like, wasn't that at all. Yeah, but it's not like the planet is a war planet that kills itself from too much war. And then future generations become pacifists because of the Great War. It's like they were always pacifists because the doctor knows them as this gentle people. And right. then they, they turn, they well, start they just doing developed, nuclear, nuclear They just kept energy. developing with their, with their technology right? to the point and where then they something could develop goes wrong. a weapon. So it's not really like an act of war that causes this radiation. It like it's it. like they're just messing with the technology well, or something. I'm trying to remember because the I haven't been to that war museum since I went with my elementary yes, school. Yes, I so know. It's and it's not that good. The history. You got to go to the fifth floor first. Do the fifth floor. Right. That's where all the good stuff is. Right. And just wake, make and your way down. And get to the cafe before yeah. lunch. Otherwise, you'll never get a table. So you want to get there early. Um, yeah. It, fine. I don't know. As, as far as museums go, that museum sucks. Like there's <laughs> one room and it's just a, a gun. And a map wait, on wait, the wait. wall, but a gun that actually works. <laughs> yeah, no, it's still loaded. <laughs> that's the thing. That's that's oh, that's the part that God. actually makes the museum fun. Is you can actually shoot the gun. Right. Um, yeah. But it's just like an extra detail of like, uh, I don't know. Big, I, it, it just doesn't like make any big, sense. It, re- it didn't have a really strong through line, or the through line wasn't well executed the whole way through. It felt, yeah, a little muddled to me. The fact that I mean, I didn't really read it as like. You're pacifist and therefore you're dumb and you should be, uh, you know, strong, manly men instead. It was just, you know, the the dithering around, uh, trying to make a decision instead of taking a course of action. Um, all facts in front of you, you still choose to believe what you want to believe. That you know, okay, that's that's fine. But then you have yeah, the, that the whole philosophy the part was was a little frustrating too, where they're like, we don't question facts, like whatever we see is true and yet right. the guy keeps seeing stuff but then he still doesn't believe it like i don't know it was yeah like it was lot. this kind of this you know uh pointing out the faults of empiricism or something i don't know what it was trying to get at the fact that it wasn't all that clear or maybe i'm just a dumb dumb uh it just makes me think it wasn't as executed as well as they had hoped it's my guess i don't know yeah it's it's all fine it's all fine. I almost feel like the all that stuff. They couldn't have made it a war planet to start with because that would have showed you the consequences of war lead to a planet that's completely devoid of life. But so really, it was like, just oh, no, this it island, right? It's it was just island. the island that was devoid of life on the planet. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess it's stupid. <laughs> I, I didn't like. I didn't. It was not my favorite. This oh, I, this was not my favorite. But I, I honestly, <laughs> like I said, when we were uh, watching it. I didn't mind it. It wasn't. I, there have been other stories where it's like I cannot. There's just no physical way I'm going to get through this. Mm. Um, this one was fine. It was. It went down easy. It was fine. Um, I mean, yeah. I I can't. I still though. This this story is so distracting based on those costumes. So I, I who's know the Dominator about, costumes? No, no. The Dominator oh, costumes yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, were yeah. good, yes, but like yes, everyone yes. else, the the uh, Dolkin costumes of. Uh, uh, clothing yeah the, the shower curtain tied up around the, the but then the women would wear one that was lower and wearing a, and see-through yeah and now you look like a woman. under it 
And it was just those, so Zoe had to run around with all the action that she had to do wearing a unitard with like a nighty on top of it. Yeah. Oh, she just, says, I really she say like that. it's not practical or she it's says something like rather, she does, yeah, exactly. she gets her, she gets dressed up in it. But and that, just, to me, that was the actress saying it to the director and they were just ignoring her and they're just shooting. Well, yeah. I mean, it was basically like, ah, oh, shush, just smile and look pretty. And she, she went with it. Um, yeah, just that's kind of annoying. yeah. This that's definitely really my my least favorite uh, Troughton story. I'm look, 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 going through all the other Troughton stories we did. Mind of Evil was great, mm-hmm. um, right? He was Mind yep. of Evil. Yep, 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 yep. I don't know. Whatever, it's fine. Okay, we're gonna right now live rank all I the Troughton my stories. Colors, I think our colors are wrong on our site, right? I don't know, Eric. Monster of Peladin is Pertwee. But we get we have the Trouton color. Are we leaving this all in the podcast? This is fascinating. No, Trouton's supposed to be green. Hey, if you're at home right now and you're going through <laughs> our uh, our thing, Mind of Evil up. is Pertwee, not Trouton. Which is the mind one? Mind Robber. Mind Robber. Thank you, Dan. That that's one I liked a lot. That's the one I was thinking you were saying because you were talking yes, about. Yes, that's the one I was meaning. And, and 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 enemy of the enemy of the world, en- where Trouton played multiple yes. people. That was probably great. the best one. This that is was... now currently my least favorite Trouton story. And whoever uh, said we had to do this, you're on the old enemies list. I keep you're it by on... my bed every night. It's uh, yeah, it's one of the. It's very. Life. It's like a actually like a little cozy. And I've taken yarn, and that's how I, I link the pages together. And your name is now scrawled in my own blood. No, I'm not just kidding. No, because you're going to turn it around with the crotons or the croutons. The croutons. That's coming next uh, as far as Trouton goes. Dave, oh, what else boy. do you have to say about this one? I've got nothing else to say. I think we, we that, was, that was all that was important about it, yeah, right? Yeah, we covered all the important bits. I the thought work. it stunk. Dan thought it was not as bad as the others, uh-huh. and uh, we're good. We did it. We did it. I can't think. Oh, yes, I have something else to say. Oh, no. So all of the cliffhangers are kind of dumb. I can't think of anything that stands out as a good one. But the last episode ends on a cliffhanger with them still being on the island and, and isn't like a... They're about to be destroyed, and it ends. I thought well, I mean, that was were, weird. They, they, they were never standing, end that way. They were standing right next to the TARDIS, so I don't think it was supposed to be I any guess. sort of, like, I guess they're really in danger. I thought it was But again, more, it just, it was a, once it again, was another it, one it of those feeds bumbling into, doctor thing. Yes. Yeah, Trouton being a, a dope. Yep. But I thought That's, it was weird that they ended on, like, as if, like, all of a sudden there's another episode or something, but it felt, like, weird the way it ended. Yeah, I yeah, found. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. I, I didn't like um, the fact that it, you're right. It kind of made him again bumbling. Oh, yeah, like you don't like he's not a he's not very good at this, yeah. which I think is the read. I mean, that's what they're going for is kind of like that kind of character. I just don't like yes. that kind of character for the Doctor, having seen all these other variations of the Doctor. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's all, right, all fine. Well, Dan, did, did so any of bo- our bottom, listeners... bottom line is, this is the Eric's favorite story we've ever done. <laughs> um, and we can call it quits, because it's never going to get better. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I uh, tweeted, as I want to do, that we were doing this story, and got some responses that we will read right now. Um, for all you new people that have never heard this show before, this is what we always do. So, um, let's see. 
Michael replied, um, I don't see how they would have stretched it into six parts. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I said in the to help us out, what should we be sure to talk about? What's your favorite part? What could have been scrapped so it was only four parts instead of five? Just teeing it up right away. Uh, Michael says, I don't see how it could have been stretched into six parts. That's Yeah, I think it originally was going to be six. Yeah. Um, God it, help it, us. It shows. Uh, that said, it was the first Troughton story I saw, and it hooked me on the doctor. Mm. Oh, interesting. Um, uh, another Michael replies, um, yeah, uh, that they that Sherwin uh, didn't know how they could stretch it to six, so they stretch, uh, uh, reduced it to five. It really should have been four. I totally agree there. So a little back and forth between the two of you guys there. Um, yeah, this one really just, if it had been, oh my God, I can't even imagine if it had been six. I, I don't think I would have gotten through it. Anyway, that's great, though. Um, thank you guys for the having a little conversation there. Lucy McCall says, Quarks, lovely quarks with their little flappy arms and stompy feet. The flappy arms, I, kind of, I don't know why I kind of liked the weird offset arms that collapse into their body. Yeah, it was and, when, and, and when they're recharging, they just yeah. flap, flap their arms <laughs> back and forth. They're ready like, to hug you. It's like You know a, what that, yeah. it really did feel like, um, I know this predates it but like star wars and just like let's just invent characters that we can sell toys of like you could totally see this would have been a toy well not so much and, star and it, wars is like disney's black hole or like the oh, things yeah, that tried yeah, yeah. to make money off of star wars that were like right. okay let's let's just throw anything we can at it but it would have been a toy that you press yes. the button and it and it lights up but then it to recharge it you the kid would <laughs> flap its arms to recharge it again like it totally felt like it anyway i'm gonna make that um, yeah like anyway. they thought enough about like well how do the arms fold in and someone next is like who cares no no i got <laughs> i gotta overthink this and make sure it works yeah um, going back to Lucy saying, uh, and the dilemma of a society that settles conflicts with slightly touchy arguments when faced with enemies that won't play by their rules. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about um, the Dominator captain going to the capital city and just smoking a guy. Just completely, a lot of people like, get killed. Lot Even for, of people. I mean, again, we talked about in the beginning, it opens with right those away. characters that we get to know kind of, and all of a sudden they're all dead. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And they were traveling in that capsule that was like a little, like, drawing room, like a little parlor. Yeah. It was like egg shaped, sort of. And they, yeah, it was a very straight. Like, were there weren't there like plants and ivy? It was a very Greek sort of, uh, I don't know, um, influence on the design of their of their culture. Anyway, fine, great, um, very straight. So, and uh, Lucy finally says, uh, "Oh, and Brian can't in a shower curtain." Yep, they were all wearing shower curtains. Uh, it makes it makes me think of the Carol Burnett, um, "Gone with the Wind" parody, where she uses actual window curtain with the rod still in it. Anyway, forget it. I don't right. remember that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was. It, I loved that one. Um, Carol Burnett doing yeah. sure, and it had still had the rod in it, and it was a dress that was designed by Bob Mackie for the show. There you go. Incredible. Dan is a super. We should do the Carol Burnett. Uh, I we are going to do that next. Welcome to the Burnett cast. Uh, Fraser Gregory says, where to begin with the title characters? Uh, Rago and Toba are a great pairing. The sparring between the two of them makes for some great tension and helps pad the story out somewhat. Yeah, when you're trying when you're trying to find ways to pad a story, you know you've gotten too much. Still, again, six parts. We were spared. Um, interesting that they would have gotten away with it if Rago had only let Toba be an asshole. Seriously. Yeah, let just, Toba just let be Toba. 
I, right? That's why you hired the guy. You hire good people and you just let him go. Uh, Fraser continues. This is a multi-part uh, thread here. Uh, the quarks are mint, classic designed in another universe. Uh, Heisman and Lincoln didn't fall out with BBC and made a fortune from them and wrote half a dozen other stories, which are also classics, to join Web of Fear, if only. Um, goes on to say, uh, the Dulcians are far from dull. They're fascinating. We've seen pacifists before, but the hubris of their society so evolved and superior, but unable to protect themselves uh, from more savage invaders is a hook in this story that needs appreciating more. I, again, I don't feel like it was really super well developed. It felt like we have an idea, but they didn't quite get the whole way there. That's just me. Didn't really feel it. Um, wow, I forgot how many tweets there are. Thank you, Fraser. Keep going. Uh, the best thing about the story, though, is the TARDIS team. You never think this was uh, Patter's first run out as a companion. She fits right in, and Zoe is a breath of fresh air. I agree. Later, Wait, she's who's, even better. Whose role is whose first role as a companion? Uh, this, uh, I believe, um, uh, Zoe's. Uh, first time out as a companion I this think she was her was, first companion? i think she was i think she was introduced in the previous chronological story to this one okay I but think. this is shot first is that what you're saying i don't no i don't know i'm just i'm just reading a tweet <laughs> that came at me i didn't do any freaking research why would i you have a really strange uh, understanding of what it is i, I like do zoe for this she show. is great ah anyway she uh fantastic great. so uh what were we saying oh yeah we were saying this um Let's see. The show really belongs to Jamie Hughes' smarts not only once or twice, but three times to save the day while also going full Rambo on the quarks with Arthur Cox. Uh, Pat and Fraser's chemistry could power the country in this one, uh, but the story also shows how well the dynamics how well the dynamics are now. Zoe and the Doctor get to talk science and suss out the Dominator's grand plan, while the Doctor and Jamie get to clown around pretending to be stupid. It's nevertheless that uh, never less than engaging uh, when they're all on screen. Honestly, I don't know why people come down on this one. It takes all sorts, I suppose. Thank you for the uh, uh, deep thoughts, really uh, mm -hmm. digging into the entire story there. really appreciate that. Um, but, you know, it's good to have that different point of view. Um, yeah, I mean, all great. the stuff that they said about Zoe, I think, was 100% true. All her stuff was great. You I literally just her. said you I still hate don't like Trouton. I don't... I stated my case there. Yeah, you sure did. Uh, uh, Wheel James. in Space, the pre preceding story, yes, is her first story. There you go. There we, you which go. we did or didn't do? Can't we remember. Have we have done did. one. Um, James H. says uh, that his favorite part is part six. Well, I guess face. we didn't do Wheel in Very Space. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you. Uh, I think we, do we have anything else? Um, Wait, yep. I was talking about my, to myself... Yep. Yes. About how we didn't do Wheel in Space, and I missed the very last sentence of that. Did they say their favorite part was part six? Yeah. Okay. Which is funny. That's a little, it's a little yeah, funny. I it's got it. Funny. Um, anyway, so thank you, folks, for, for replying and telling us what you thought about this story. Now that you know what we think about it, um, uh, whenever the show comes up, let us know what we got wrong. Yes. Tell, tell us what you disagree Tell me. With. I'm sure I will hear from Trouton Heads. Uh, um, you know, yeah, if you do I'm reply wrong. and tell us, you tell us that you think the story is great, and here's why. Um, Eric is going to put you on the enemies list. He's going to mark you as an NRA. Lobbyist. We will also be uh, making our. We will have to rank our doctors, Dan. Do I feel like when the show doctors? is over, we're going to have to rank uh, the classic Doctor Who doctors. I mean, it's on not the show, much, it's not going to be much of a competition. I mean, we know that Colin Baker's going to be at the top. Uh, followed by Troughton, 
Yeah. I think we're done. <laughs> That's it. There's the only two doctors that matter. Colin that Baker That is the and real Patrick twin Trump. dilemma. Which one <laughs> to choose? Um, you can no, only say uh, one. Yeah, we should do that. I think we okay, should do that. Make great. a mental note. That. Sure. That we uh, will uh, rank the doctors. And you listeners, write in and rank your doctors. Now, I would say... Hashtag rank your we doctors. We did the Doctor Who movie on this, so I think we, we, sh- we need to uh, include... Oh, um, yeah. Why am I blanking Cushing. on Cushing. Uh, McCann's... McGann. No, McGann, uh, oh, the oh, Fox Ma- movie. McGann, okay. We, we could definitely yes. do the eighth Doctor. And I guess we have to put Cushing on there, we too. We have to put Cushing in, too. So, You're right. So that's Hartnell, Troughton, Pertwee, Tom Baker, Peter Davison, Colin Baker, Dan, Sylvester McCoy, Paul, McGann, McGann, and Peter Cushing. Look at you. Ooh, I'm Eric. I can name all the doctors in the right order. Whatever. I can't remember my own I'm name. I'm literally just reading the list from our <laughs> uh, schedule page. Not that I couldn't do that anyway, Dan. I've uh-huh. been doing this show for almost eight years at this point. 18 years. All right. <laughs> I think we did this. I, don't think I think we're done. I think we're done. We have a couple of other things to talk lobby. about. One. What are we talking about? The old Doctor Who show is on Ooh, TikTok. How what? long it'll be on TikTok? I don't know. Probably not Not that long. long. Uh, It's a lot of work. um, But TODW show on TikTok. I also have an account on TikTok, which is ES Grissom. So you should definitely follow me there. The S Um, stands for savings. I'm definitely getting more uh, views there than I am on the the Doctor Who account that I'm running. Uh, Twitter is E Grissom for me, and Instagram's E Grissom, but it's E S Grissom on TikTok. So follow me on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, and then Dan, yeah. you're gonna Dan's not on TikTok, so yeah. I'm, I'm a passive consumer. I'm on the Twitters at Dan J N J T O D W Show on the Twitter, uh, Instagram, like Eric just said. We'll post the gifts there. Please use them. Oh. Shout out to World Enough and Time podcast. I believe it was them who uh, went and used one of our gifts um, on the Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's Thank what you. they're there for. They are maybe, a great, a great maybe podcast. At some point before we wrap this entire thing, or maybe after we've wrapped this entire damn show, I'll take a bunch of the best of gifts that we like and we'll put them on Giphy, and you can. Find yes, them that's what I'm so waiting for. Because Dan does a lot of hard work, and the uh, it should be used by more people. Absolutely. That's what I so say. we'll figure out. Figure out how that happens. Yeah. Um, is there anything else, Eric? I think we're done. Uh, no, I got nothing else to say other than, uh, you know, as always, you can get a copy of Goblin, middle grade graphic novel from me and an artist named Will Perkins. It's available for $15 US. You can find it wherever books are sold. That's your Amazons, your Barnes & Noble, your Targets, your wherever, uh, your local your independent bookstore, the, the men's room, uh, go in the woods, Move away those piles of old Playboys and grab it out of the leaves, because, friend, you're going to Adventure Town. Uh, yeah, please buy it. Uh, the more people that buy it, the more time I have to put towards this show, because it means I don't have to work and make uh, websites and do wireframes. Yep. Okay, we're done. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> All right, uh, next week is, uh, is uh, Colony in Space. Uh, oh, yeah, is, good, good call, probably. Dan. Got so Joe Colony in Space is uh, next, and then Dan, Dan, Eric. we don't have that that many after, right? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's a lot. Twenty-four we lot weeks more. left. Yeah, so we have half a year. I guess we'll we be with you guys for the rest of our lives. We're not going All anywhere. Right. Nope. All right, Eric. 
You have a All great right. day. Peace. I was not recording.